Welcome to Shit 90s Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Ho, 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 bitches. <laughs> it's the day after Halloween, so you know what that means. It's time oh, it's to officially celebrate. Christmas. It's Christmas. So, <laughs> timely episode. We love that for us. I know. It is kind of funny. It's like November. F- well, no, it's now it's November 3rd, but it's yeah. November 1st is when people are like, time to take out the Christmas decor. So yeah. here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all, uh, all the Instagram influencers have had their Christmas deca- uh, decor up for three weeks. I'm still three weeks out till I put up anything festive. But uh, <laughs> here we are. And um, like I said, a fitting episode to enjoy our new uh, Christmas spirit today. I know. I'm not. I feel like it's to the point where it's like I understand it's 2020. Like you do you. You want to celebrate Christmas from November 1st all the way through the end of the year. Like by all means. (laughs) But like for me, I have not taken down my fall decor yet. Like I'm not ready. Like the pumpkins are still cute. Like they haven't rotted yet. You know, actual pumpkins. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have any actual pumpkins, but I have my glass pumpkins that are uh, blue so they can definitely stay up during November because isn't don't you feel like pumpkins are kind of like a fall thing not necessarily like a Halloween thing like a jack-o'-lantern yeah. is a Halloween thing but a pumpkin certainly can go into Thanksgiving yeah I would agree with that I think when I buy decor I usually won't buy like as much Halloween decor as I will fall decor because to me that's like dual purpose. Like I don't want to buy decorations that I had to take down on the 31st and then re-put up like new fall decor. That doesn't make sense to me. So I – although I do have those like uh, window decal things. Yeah. The, the sticky things. Yeah. Um, that are Halloween. But yes, I officially changed my light bulb color outside. It was orange for Halloween. Changed that. Um, so that's exciting, but I'm not really ready for Christmas yet. This episode, though, is just pushing us to December. <laughs> yeah, it's like the fates have said, girls, it's time to celebrate Christmas if you like it or not. Yeah. So, um, but it's cute. So what are you, uh, for our 90s nightcap, what are you indulging in today, Jessica? So I went to Stewart's, which... Literally, probably nobody knows what that is unless they live in like upstate New York. Because I think, do they have Stewart's in New Jersey? Is this Stewart Leonard's? No, that's something else. Okay, no, no Stewart's. Stewart's is like a convenience store. It's really well known around here. It like sometimes has gas, sometimes doesn't, and um, they have amazing ice cream. That's like what they're known for: is Stewart's Ooh. ice cream. But. I went to the convenience store and I picked up a bunch of tall boys, which I hope people know what those are. They're like no, big I, cans. I honestly, yeah, I honestly, when you said that to me the other day, I just like smile and nodded. I was like, yeah, tall boys. <laughs> totally like, sounds know what those good. Are. Yeah, 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 tall boys, yeah. So they're just big cans. Yeah, I don't know what else you, I mean, I don't know what other people call them, but let me, I don't even know how many ounces in this, but oh, uh, no, I still don't know. Where the heck does it even say? Oh, 24. 24, 24 fluid ounces. It's a pint, I guess. That's anyway. a tall boy. It is a tall boy. So anyway, I got uh, Red's Wicked Apple, which is like a hard cider for anybody who's never had it. And it's delicious. 8% alcohol by volume. So Woohoo. rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. Um, I have uh, come back from my red wine hiatus 
And um, I am drinking a glass of red wine. And when I say glass, I mean wine. And it's not a two buck chuck this time, baby. We spent $10 on this bottle. Whoa, 10 bucks. That's not even like a barefoot bottle, right? Like that's a smaller bottle. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's like, uh, it was, it's pretty like an average bottle. So okay. it's, it's menage a trois. That's what so the a fancy, the, <laughs> it's a menage a trois red blend. Um, that's what they call it. Really? Menage a trois? No, that's the name of the bottle. Yeah. That's the company. Wow. That's like saucy. Also from Trader Joe's, because I guess that's okay. the only place where I buy alcohol. It's Trader Joe's. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Um, so I love how you go to like bougie Trader Joe's to buy your menage a trois wine and I'm drinking a tall boy from a convenience store. Like if that doesn't say everything about us, I don't know what does. I don't think Trader Joe's is bougie though. It is. Talked about this so many times. Trader Joe's is not bougie. The thing is with Trader Joe's and I've only been in one once, so I don't really know that I could speak on it is like you can't just go in there and be like, I'm going to buy Oreos. You're like buying like chocolate wafer with cream filling Trader Joe's brand like I you can't go. I don't recognize anything in that store. And it's all like organic, right? It's like organic no, and like or- whatever. No, it's not. It's no? not organic. No, no, no. But uh, Trader Joe's does have Oreos, but they do have their own Oreo brand, which is called JoJo's. So JoJo's. JoJo's. <laughs> they're just called JoJo's. They're not organic. It's, I think you're, you're right. confusing Whole Foods with Trader Joe's. To I me, they're know. one in the same, but... Um, <gasps> they're not one in the same. Okay. I'm sorry. Are all basic white girls going to come for me for saying that Whole Foods and TJ's are the same? Probably. Probably. So, um, basic white girls, like, let us know your thoughts. Sorry basic white girls don't... unite in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you are on my side. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with Whole Foods either, Missy. Oh, no, they're fine. I just don't usually shop there. And they're not local to me, to be honest. Like, I'd have to drive, like, 15, 20 minutes to go to one. And I could go five mm-hmm. minutes to my grocery store. So Okay. Fine. I don't go anywhere no. now. But I, I mean, I typically go to ShopRite. And no, you don't go anywhere. But mm, okay. I, yeah, I buy from ShopRite as well. But. Okay, I find food delivery more bougie than me going to Trader <laughs> Joe's. And I'll tell you why. Because I almost got food delivery the, for the first time the other day. And yeah. it was $17 of fees. That's insane. I was like, I was like fuck no. I, I would like, never. I will not pay that much money in fees. Um, how many? And that's not even counting tip. How much do you pay in fees? So I use Instacart. Were you using Instacart? Yeah. Oh, see, no, 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 no. But I also live like pretty suburban. I don't know. I don't know if that I affects the too. pricing. Yeah. So I, think I have it's no New idea. Jersey vibes. Back when uh, the pandemic first started, I signed up for like Instacart, whatever the heck. Like it was like a membership thing because then you save money. So maybe that's why it's not as expensive for me because I paid for like a year long membership because I was like, this shit ain't going away in a few months. So might as well hunker down. (laughs) Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, but I got like super stinge and I was like, I am not going to pay this much money. Can you do like the pickup like ShopRite? You can like. Like do yeah, the, but like, drive if, by if I'm leaving the house, then I might as well just go in. I know, but I don't want to touch the carts. Anyway. They have, <laughs> okay, they have wipes now. I know, but last time I went out, I went to Walmart, which, like, that's the worst oh, place you can yeah, go. And they absolutely. were out of wipes, and then people, like, use, like, chin straps with their masks, and I just don't trust people. What? They All just, right. like, they wear it as a chin strap. 
Anyway. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, um, before we get into this week's episode, I just have like one small feedback from mm-hmm. our friend Matt Stewart, and he was um, responding to our Canadian impressions last week that oh, we no. did with your new husband, Will. Tell me he's not Canadian. <laughs> I don't know if he's oh. Canadian, okay. honestly. Um, but he was looking forward to it, and then he said, um, Will's was the best, and that yours sounded like a Minnesota accent. See, but they're very similar. Minnesota, I mean, to be honest, I've gotten that I'm from the Midwest before, so that I should just do a normal accent, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Um, so, no feedback about me so that must mean that i was second best ah! <laughs> I, think, I think not i want to quibble with that because minnesotans are like have a very similar accent to canadians they're like right south of the border border i got i didn't get negative or positive feedback on my canadian accent but oh i do want to do a formal apology <laughs> I misspoke twice on that podcast and I said Justin I said Justin Thoreau instead of Justin Trudeau. And apparently this is like a common mix up, so I don't feel like awful, like I'm not hating myself for it. But I I I do apologize to Mr. Justin Trudeau. And um, you are the zaddy, not Justin Thoreau, who is Jennifer Aniston's ex-boyfriend. I mean, he's also a zaddy, though. Like, have you seen The Leftovers? Like, hello. Yes, he's a zaddy, but I just want Justin Trudeau to know that I like him a lot. We apologize to our northern neighbors. All all around. I hope that you still stick with us after that. (laughs) After all the offenses. Final straw. That's it. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Um, God, so embarrassing. (laughs) So embarrassing. Um, So, yeah, so we're we're moving to, like, it's it's Christmas season. Like, season one, episode 10. Santa's little helper. No puns. No puns. No puns. No puns. And um, this is, uh, the air date was December 10th, 1993. And um, there was actually a 2010 article from the Huffington Post that said that this was one of the best TV Christmas episodes of all time. Huh. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess maybe at that point, like I can... Like, this is not an episode I think of, though, when I think of, like, Christmas television, right? Like, we'll get into it because, like, we're going to have some Christmas content. But, like, this this would not be on my list. It's a great episode, but it's not on my list. No. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. So, I don't – I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I think that this was a good episode. And I really, I really liked it. And I thought that, once again, they kind of – We'll get into it, of course. I just think that there was a lot to this. I I mm-hmm. approve. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't have, like, a rankings, unlike you, of, like, the best TV <laughs> episodes of all time in, yeah. like, a subcategory of best Christmas TV episodes of all time. But, um, sure, if the Huffington Post says that it's true, then it has to be true. Yeah. Well, you know what? It does... To be fair to this episode, right, like, it does set up a lot because it does, like, we don't really know much about Sean's 
backstory like so no. far no. and so this episode no. kind of sets us in the trajectory that will follow for the rest of yes. the series absolutely so that is that's a good point it does kind of set us up for everything uh yeah um, i think that's um a good foundation to kind of mm-hmm. get an understanding of sean his family dynamics like i feel like we've slightly touched on it maybe but yeah this is definitely uh, the first sign of what's to come of the history of Sean and his family. Yeah, yeah. So we start off the show with Feeney reading um, A Christmas Carol. Have, did you ever read A Christmas Carol? I've only like watched uh, film adaptations. No, I don't think I don't think I read it. I don't think I read it. And, like what teacher, what sixth grade teacher reads stories to their class? Like this is not kindergarten. Yeah. I feel like normally by that age you're like, okay, Sean, you read this paragraph, and then Sean picks somebody to read like oh, the next popcorn. paragraph. Oh, popcorn! No, oh, I forgot that's what they called it. Freaking popcorn. popcorn! No way, Jose! Don't popcorn on me. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. So it was kind of strange, but I've never read it either. I've only seen like different movie TV adaptations. Yeah, like the of Muppets. The you got the Muppets. Right. You got. The other one, Dave, didn't he say like David Copperfield or whatever? Oh, I don't know. No? Okay. So, um, Corey and Sean are like jerking off in the back of the class like normal. And once the class story is over, they ask if like what happened to the Grinch, which um, <laughs> it sometimes I feel like I do get the two confused uh, because the stories, like, are not too far off. You get, like, one jerk that, like, ruins Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, I guess, like, Scrooge didn't ruin Christmas. His Christmas got ruined. Right. Um, But there's, like, one, like, person who doesn't really like Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, the Christmas haters. So, I, you know, I mean, yeah, like, maybe, like, the Grinch is loosely based off of A Christmas Carol. I don't know. It but- could be. Um, do you know anyone that's named Carol in The Grinch or in (laughs) The Christmas Carol? Carol. No. 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 I think it's just the name. Where's Carol? So, (laughs) I don't, I've seen no Carols, but (laughs) Feeney's done with the shenanigans and for the, like, I don't know how Corey and Sean have not gotten separated from sitting next to each other at this point. But finally, Feeney takes a stand and tries to separate Sean and Corey, which I feel like is a long time coming. Mm. And Topanga killed me with the like, will you switch uh, places with Corey? And she's like, I'm a, what is it? I'm a misbehaving 12-year-old boy or something like that. She's channeling his spirit. (laughs) I'm a hyperactive, underachieving 11-year-old boy. There you go. And that was was a classic early season one Topanga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her so much. She has her choker on. She's ready to go. She does. That choker takes up half her neck. It does. (laughs) It it does look like it's choking her. The name Oh, yeah. Literally. So, yeah. uh, of course, A Christmas Carol's lame uh, to Shor- uh, Sean and Corey. And, of course, like, Feeney's like, uh, you don't understand the material. Like, yeah, are you new here? Of course they don't understand the material. Yeah. They've been, like, like being jerks at the back of the class. And, honestly, like, what do you expect from the last week of classes anyway, Feeney? No the one last- is ever paying attention to close to winter break. Never, never. The last week of 
before winter break is just literally a, a bust. There's nothing to do. Yeah, um, it's a free for all. Yeah. Um. So they go to the lunchroom, um, and the boys <laughs> the boys discuss discuss fish sticks, which like I I don't know if you ever watch South Park, but I can't hear the word fish sticks without thinking of South Park. Do you know that I, joke? No. Okay. I've only really seen a stupid. very little bit of, of It's South really Park. stupid, but like okay, I'm not even gonna get into it. But <laughs> fish fish sticks sounds like fish dicks. Something else, yeah. And that's the joke. <laughs> Long story that's a good short. one. <laughs> Long story short. So this is I feel like the end of the fake friend era because there's no yeah. fake friend. And He's like gone. we don't yeah, we don't we miss we don't miss Liner Li- Linus Leonard Lenny what Harry any of Larry them? Larry <laughs> Lenny <laughs> it was Larry Larry but there was the other <laughs> one we don't miss any of them so who honestly cares? even though like Lenny or Lenny you know you have me saying it Larry <laughs> was there for longer I liked Water Gun Fight Kid um so his name was Elias. Maybe. I mean, he was only around for two episodes, so it's not like we kept track. Ellis? Oh, maybe it was oh. Ellis. Ellis? Oh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter, but I liked He's him. He's gone. I, we I mean, who cares, right? It's yeah. back to the Sean and Corey dynamic. And I have a question. Sure. Like, if you had to pick a lunch of fish sticks or PBJ, yeah. what yeah. are you choosing? Uh, I mean, a big part of this is the sides, but... If it was like, I would say probably a peanut butter and jelly. Me too. Fish sticks yeah. are kind of disgusting. Now that I think they're about pretty it. gross. They're pretty gross. But like, it's if they came with like tater tots, ones. what happens if they came with tater tots? Well, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I didn't really care. But as an adult, I feel like I would only like I don't like tater tots unless they're like cooked enough to where they're like a little crispy on the outside. And you know, you're gonna get some mushy tots if you get like cafeteria food. I don't, um, I don't, I, I don't, like, um, I don't judge my tots. Mm. A smushy tot is fine. <laughs> a crispy tot is fine. Uh, you know I don't like crispy foods. We're, we don't have to get into that. I know. But um, I love a tot. <laughs> so, yeah, so Sean brought his lunch today, and, like, Corey is, like, he does, is pretty, um, aware of in this episode and pretty observant like which is like pretty mm-hmm. surprising for Corey because Corey is like always in la la land but he does notice that sean brought his lunch and then sean mm-hmm. just kind of brushes it off saying that he doesn't like want to f- offend the fishes um yeah and then <laughs> minkus comes over and they have this like talk about how Corey is like definitely a, a Weasley child because all he gets is like wool all the time. Yes. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're so, talking about like the meaning of Christmas, and Minkus is like, "Oh, the gift isn't as important as the thought behind it," which I agree. Like, but I do think like if you put thought behind a gift, it's probably going to be a better gift than if you didn't. Unless it's cash, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I make a list every year for Christmas. So if you don't get me what I want, I'll just burn your house down. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's the only. I, I want what I want. Reaction. 
And I don't normal reaction. It's a normal reaction. I just want what I want. Like, don't give me something like that I don't want. That's like the thing. That's the, yeah. that's the thing. So, um, yeah, like Topanga, like lists off a, a meaning for Christmas that I don't like. As you know, we've discussed. I come from a Jewish background, so mm-hmm. what do I really know about Christmas? Like. I don't really know anything about Christmas, but she says that it's the celebration of the winter solstice and it's Mm -hmm. an ancient tribal ritual whose origins are lost in time. Like, color me silly, but is that totally not the meaning of Christmas? Um... I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask, right? Like, if you ask Christians, you might get a different answer. Um... I don't yeah. really know. Like to be to be honest, like I grew up Catholic. Does that mean that I know all of the ins and outs of Catholicism? Hell no, I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do agree. Like basically she says, uh, the quote from her, we often lose sight of the true meaning of Christmas in the frenzy of commercialism. Which like she ain't wrong. Like That's true. Spot on Topanga. That's like that true. is absolutely true. Now Here's the thing. To me, personally, Christmas isn't necessarily about the gifts. However, I love buying (laughs) gifts for people. Like, I like getting gifts, too. Don't get me wrong. But I love finding, like, the perfect thoughtful gift for somebody so yeah. like, it depends. Like my brother, we have an arrangement. Like he tells me what I he wants, I get it for him. I tell him what he wants, he gets it for me. Like that's like arranged. It is done. And everything is channeled through my mom. You gotta buy dad a gift, you go through mom. She tells me what I have to get him. You know what I mean? It's like easy peasy. But like other people in my life, like I like finding like, oh my gosh, this person's gonna like love this. Yeah. But that's to me the meaning of Christmas. <sighs> it's so much pressure around Christmas time to be creative like that. Like, I've mm-hmm. given some really outstanding gifts that are thoughtful, but there's times where I just feel so uninspired and, yeah. like, I'm just like, please just give me what you want and I don't even want to think about it. Like, for me, I love decorating for the holidays. I love wrapping gifts. That's mm-hmm. my favorite thing. That's my bread and butter. Like, I usually go all out. Um... But there is so much pressure in finding the perfect gift. Like, I feel like I need, like, an entire year to think of something that is good. But, like, sometimes, like, you know, I've sent thoughtful gifts. I've sent a gift to you before. I thought it was thoughtful. Are you talking about the most recent gift for my dog that was a seltzer water? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't follow me on social media... Um, Sarah sent Winston a, um, congratulations adoption gift because, or sorry, I should say Sarah's dogs, Belle and Ollie sent Winston a congratulation adoption gift. And it was like a spoof on San Pellegrino seltzer water, which is trash. And it was a dog toy. And he, surprisingly, we have had that toy for now like five days and it is still alive. Like he is a notorious like ripper upper of toys he destroys them and this thing it's like like crunchy crispy so anytime he grabs it i feel like he grabbed a wrapper that's what it sounds like um and anyway so this still it's still trucking 
<laughs> yeah, I thought that was a nice toy. I thought that was a good gift. It was. I was like, because Will brought a box in and I saw the handwriting on the address and I was like, that looks like Sarah's handwriting. It's kind of crazy. Like I could recognize it, but like I instantly knew it was for you when he, and he like picks it up. He's like, it's very lightweight. And I was like, what is this? Like, what could this be? But, yeah, what did you think it was initially? A wedding gift? I thought it was some type of wedding gift, but I couldn't think of what it could possibly be because it was like so lightweight. Like what could possibly be in there? Um, yeah. But yeah. Then I saw it and I was like, of course, of course. Yeah. It was a little trolly, but I saw it yeah. and I thought of you. So. Yeah. No, I um, loved it. <laughs> so. Um, what happens next? The boys talk Christmas gifts. So Corey's big gift this year is that he wants a real leather NBA certified regulation basketball, uh, which I think is really fucking lame, but he seems really jazzed about it. I looked up how much it was because of course I did. Yes. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Because originally I just looked up the brand and basketball and I was like, what the hell is the big deal? It's like a $30 basketball. No. I yeah. looked up, I like literally typed in what he said, $150. I'm sorry, yeah. for those who weren't listening, $150 <laughs> fucking dollars in for today's a stupid bat in today's, in today's money. money. Yeah. But still, so, for a fucking basketball, bro. Like, I know. what the fuck does it matter? You're going to go play with it outside. You're not going to like put it in some fucking case. I think the diff- the thing is that it's leather. It's real genuine leather instead of like rubber, which I think is what basketballs are typically made out of. Cause then I started looking, I was like, wait, like, is that how is the are basketballs really expensive? Cause I saw like an $80 basketball, mm-hmm. a $65 basketball. But I think it's I think it's the leather, and I guess it's because it's NBA certified. Um, yeah, but pricey, who fucking cares? Pricey. You're going to yeah. be bouncing it on the fucking ground. Like, does it matter? Uh, I guess I have no clue. I don't know how high well, they bounce. Our sports Bas- correspondent will have to get back to us. He's not a basketball fan, but maybe he'll know. If you guys are basketball fans, please let me know what the fuck the difference makes and if it's leather or not. When yeah, I was a kid, bounce though, higher? When I was a kid, I, did, I played a lot of basketball as a kid. I don't know the difference. We didn't have fucking leather basketballs, but... Um, Ma'am, you said that you were a basketball player. <laughs> I was a basketball player, but, like, I didn't have, like, a fancy basketball. I just had a normal one. I mean, I didn't – I don't think ours cost $150. I remember at one point I had a blue one. My parents bought me a blue basketball. But then, like, the color, like, rubbed off on my hands after a while. Mm -hmm. I know. So, obviously, it was not NBA leather $150 basketball. Definitely not. Um, Ew. I know. So – Corey is so cute, and he said that he's so excited that he bought his gift a gift, and he's been saving up $5 for an entire month to buy his How? basketball a, uh, 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 what was it, like a... Nylon looking net? It's not real nylon? Imitation nylon. Imitation yeah. nylon net. $5 in a month, bro. <laughs> what? I don't know. So the boys get competitive. Like, Sean says that he's getting, like, a truckload of gifts from some sports store. Like, mm-hmm. sports authority, but not. Um, and then, freaking Mankus is a dweebet. And he, like, is the class treasurer. Ugh. He And uh, he's collecting funds for... Feeney's uh, Christmas gift, I guess. A class Christmas yeah. gift. 
And uh, Sean, like, brushes. He's asking for five buckaroos from Sean. And Sean, like, brushes him off and says, like, I don't have it right now. Like, I spent my last money on uh, lunch. Like, I'll give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, Minkus is, like, this is, like, the worst Minkus we've seen so far. Like, and it only gets worse from here. Yeah, yeah. He's his a second, real asshole. Yeah, his, his later scenes, like, really, like, irk me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then, like, you know, then, like, Corey's, like, once again, like, surprisingly observant. He's just, like, um, like, like, if you look at Corey's face, he seems, like, very confused. And, mm-hmm. like, Minkus is, like, because obviously, like, Sean didn't buy his lunch. He brought lunch in, right? Or is that later? No, that's this. Yeah, that's the scene that he obviously brought lunch. So like, why would he have to spend five dollars on lunch? And yeah. Corey's like, you know, whatever. The scene kind of ends there with Mink- Minkus being a douche. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is so, being a douche. He is. He's he's being the worst. Like it only gets worse from here. But like, dude. Like I also thought it was weird. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I feel like usually this kind of stuff would go through the parents, not the the students. Yeah, you would get, like, a permission slip home, or not a permission slip, but, like, a slip home with, like, we are going to be, I'm sure that probably happened anyway, and, like, the kids are probably supposed to bring in the $5 from the parents, but, no, I think that, like, that is pretty normal. Like, there would be one class representative collecting the money that would go around and be, like, oh, do you have the money? Um, Yeah. Because, but there's probably, like, a parent overseeing it. And the Minkuses are yeah. absolutely, like, for, like, I mean, I'm surprised they're not upset that Minkus is treasurer and not the president of the like, <laughs> sixth grade class. Like, that must have been, like, a humongous blunder. Had to be Unless, Topanga. She wants to be president. Maybe Topanga's class president. Um, I really think that that could have been, like, quite the scandal back in the day. Unless they're trying to groom Minkus to be a financial advisor of some sort. Yeah, but he of, wants like, to be Morgan like Stanley. He wants to be like a CEO tech or something, right? Like a CEO of a tech Oh, yeah. Company. He wants to do Microsoft. That's mm. correct. So I don't really know. Um, it seems like Treasure is kind of like on the low end of the responsibility spectrum. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes you just can get what you get when you're trying to be uh, in the student body administration. Yeah, I suppose so. It's just I agree with you. It does seem odd that he wouldn't go for something higher. But he's maybe yeah. he just doesn't have the popularity behind him, you know, to make yeah. it happen. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe uh, nobody else went for treasure, and he was just a uh, maybe that was like an easy get for you. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Corey, Corey goes home, rushes over to the tree to see like, oh, what, like, what else is new under the tree? What presents are new under the tree? And like, I don't know about anybody else's household, but like my parents didn't put out anything good until Christmas morning because those were from Santa. Yeah, I don't know if this, well, yeah, like Morgan lives there and she believes in Santa. Like maybe Corey has aged out of Santa Claus, but Mm. Um, I am quite confused why all the presents are out, but, uh, they are, and Corey does the whole shaky, shaky thing. We've all done that. Um, only one of his three presents sound itchy, so sounds like a big win. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so basically what happens is, like, Corey runs off. He's going to go call Sean and, like, brag about his new gifts because he thinks that Sean has, like, way more gifts than he does under the tree. And Alan informs him that, oh, Sean's dad, like, just lost his job. He probably isn't going to have, like, a present-filled Christmas. Which, like, how does Alan even know this? Like, did they talk uh, to the... I don't know. Others? I'm trying to figure out the logistics of um, where everybody lives. Because later on, Sean says that is the only person on the block with a net. And from my understanding, they never lived on the same block. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that, like, Sean lives in a trailer park. Maybe. Hold on conspiracy theory maybe they used to live on the same block and because um sean's dad lost his job they had to leave like the good part of the neighborhood and had to move into the trailer park that's definitely possible because when you think about like or here's the other thing Sean is probably the one, the the one character that has the most like concurrency, is that the word, issues, where like it doesn't line up. So like there's not, you know what I mean? Like a consistency stuff. So like, oh, he has a sister. Yeah, he has a sister. And then we never hear about her again. And then his mom is mentioned like a zillion times. And like, I don't remember exactly, but from my memory, it's like she's been gone for a long time by the time we find out no, about it. She she leaves. Okay. So then There's that's a whole okay, storyline so where she leaves. Yeah. Okay. So like, but he, still, there are like things that just don't add up with Sean. But I like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea that like, I don't like the idea, but I, I like <laughs> to think that the conspiracy lines up where like they used to be as like well off or in the right amount like same amount of like middle class America type of thing yeah in suburban neighborhood with Corey and then like mom leaves dad loses or maybe dad loses a job mom is like when are you gonna get another job goes yeah skedaddles out of there yeah okay takes the sister (gasps) with her she takes the sister Stacy goes with mom no Stacy with straight hair goes with mom oh my gosh yeah okay so we figured it out we did. We're, we're basically just like biographers. We're so. like um Sherlock and um Watson. Oh no. Well, Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, so in that new Sherlock Holmes show, like isn't Lucy Lou Watson? What there's the is there a new one? Not the okay, one with like, the guy it's from years old. Oh well no, then you're talking about the guy from um Doctor Strange, like the MCU movies, like the Bernard, no cl- Bernard Cumberbatch know. guy, I don't Benedict know. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, say <laughs> no, no, it's called like uh Sherlock. Is that a show? Yes, but that's the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Sherlock. Yeah, look it up. In the meantime, I'll vamp that. You know what? We shouldn't be Sherlock and Watson. You know who we should be? Like Nancy Drew needs like a gal pal. And then we could be like Nancy Drew and like her also detective friend. <laughs> Elementary. That's the show I'm talking about. Oh, I've not seen that. Uh, and there is a show called Sherlock. And I think yeah. it does have to do with Cumberbatch or whatever. So there's um, a female what Watson? The, what about the... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What about the Hardy boys, but the Hardy girls? Well, what is the Babysitter's Club? Are they detectives? I remember reading those. <laughs> They're babysitters. 
hers. Oh, I thought the they did some detective work. <laughs> They're babysitters. I mean, maybe they detectives part-time babysitters. Can you imagine? They're, they're really busy. They're really multifaceted. Busy. They're talented. They have, to, they have to go to school too. They have to go to school too. <laughs> they're very busy. I'm just picturing like what was that show with um, Kristen Bell where she was like a teenage detective? Did you watch that one? I didn't watch it, but it's not Alien. <laughs> It's not aliens. Veronica Mars. Mars. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So we're like we're like those people. We're all of those people combined, including the Babysitters Club. Okay. (laughs) I don't. I really don't want to babysit anybody's kids. I mean, I don't either. I don't want. I don't want to babysit anybody's kids. I was a really bad babysitter. One time, I got in a fight with a kid that I babysat because she cheated a pretty pretty princess, and I (gasps) don't tolerate that shit. I wouldn't either. I had Pretty Pretty Princess. That was a great game. She was really insistent on taking like the opal, whatever. The just, the there was like the, taking it. Well, yeah, she was just like, yeah, this is mine. Like though, you, how this game works. Like, one jewel that you need to get to win the whole thing. Yeah, I think. Well, they're like they're sorted by color, and then like yeah, there's, then there's one that's like black one. or something. Yeah, the black ring. Like, yeah. yeah, which is like, why is it? Yeah. <laughs> so she used to take it, and I was like, you can't do that. You can't cheat. And um, so, yeah, I was a crappy babysitter. So no babysitter's I mean, club. Well, she shouldn't have cheated. Like, screw her. That's not how this works, bitch. Yeah. Um. So Corey, <laughs> Corey asked Sean if he got Pretty Pretty Princess for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and, like, he could. He did, because he's getting everything. But no, um, Corey decides that he's really sad because he's surprised Mm -hmm. that Sean didn't tell him the truth that, you know, that his dad lost his job and they're supposed to be best friends. And he says that, like, he would like to give Sean one of his gifts, which is, like, really nice, actually. Um, Yeah, it's really, it's really cute. Like, I mean... I'm, I mean, I get maybe they don't normally exchange gifts, but that's why I was like, are do they not normally get your best no, friend? No, they don't normally exchange gifts because that was talked about later uh, when Corey gives him the gift. But um, yeah, he he doesn't want Sean to have a tiny Tim Christmas, which is really nice. And um, he tried to pawns off one of Eric's gifts, but yeah. that doesn't fly under Alan's uh, watch. Yeah, so uh, so Sean comes into like their backyard and or maybe it's their side yard. I don't really. Oh no, it has to be their backyard because the front is the opposite. Anyway, not a lot of grass. No, I thought the same thing. Although they're in Philly, so if they're in a more sub, like if they're not in a super suburban area, there probably isn't mm. a ton of acreage. Um, Makes sense. But but Corey gives Sean his like new basketball. And Sean's like, I don't understand why you're giving this to me. You know, he's like really questioning what Corey's like angle is on the whole thing. And Corey's like, listen, I know about your dad. And Sean gets like really upset, obviously, because he's like embarrassed and he doesn't want everyone knowing. And he thinks that Corey just went around and told everybody about it. Yeah. Like, who is Corey going to tell? Like, they lost all their other friends. Yeah, it's true. They, who, who is Corey going to tell? Like Topanga Nobody. or Minkus? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, there's like a lot of contention between them. And then Corey just starts getting really bitchy. Yeah. Um, also, in the background this entire time is fucking Feeny. Just oh, like yeah. He's listening lurking. in. Gossip lurking. Queen Feen. Oh, my Gossip God. Queen. 
<laughs> Gosh. He's Gossip Girl. That's who he is. XOXO Feeny. Yes, he really is the gossip queen on the block. And he's just like overhearing like, oh, I'm just doing more yard work. Like I always fucking am. I'm never not doing yard work. Always, always pruning the roses. Uh, he's like covering the roses now with burlap. But yeah. Um, so Corey says things that uh, such as um, he's just trying to do something nice. Mm-hmm. So that he doesn't have a tiny tomb Christmas and you're acting like you're mad at me. And then Sean calls the gift bogus, which, like, it's, it is a totally major gift, as they say. And yeah. it's an expensive gift. But um, apparently that's not enough for Sean, as Corey says. And then Sean throws the basketball at Corey's face. Yeah. And he says that he doesn't want it. And then, then guess what Corey says? What does he say? He says... Would you rather, don't you want to have something for Christmas rather than nothing at all? Yeah, that's really mean. Like, that's how do you really know? Mean. Like, his parents still might have gotten him something. Yeah, Maybe it's they just made not him something. A, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just not a hundred gifts like Corey's going to be getting. And then Sean says, I'd rather have nothing for Christmas than your stinking charity. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's weird because Corey starts out Like, when he's talking to his dad about it, Corey starts out, like, wanting to do something nice for Sean because he feels bad that Sean might not have any gifts, right? So, like, he starts out, like, really thoughtful. And then it's, like, the minute that Sean isn't, like, super appreciative, he's just like, well, fuck you, man. Like, why don't – he doesn't say that, but (laughs) – Yeah, fuck you, man. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know me and you don't know my (laughs) gift. You don't appreciate my gift. I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) He gets, like, very aggressive. And so, like, yeah. Corey goes over to talk to Mr. Feeney about it because, again, Gossip Queen Fiend just <laughs> listening in. Lurking, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, how dare Sean? I guess he doesn't understand, you know, the value of Christmas or the spirit of Christmas or whatever the hell. And Feeney's just like, yeah, it's you that doesn't get it, yeah. buddy. Like, he's embarrassed and you just yeah. even feel worse by being, yeah. like, shoving it in his face. Oh, yeah. So this is uh, this lesson that Feeney is going to be teaching Corey is extremely valuable. So I want to mm-hmm. just like break this down because this is something that I've actually learned as an adult. And I actually um, went through I, I like did therapy and we actually had to have a couple sessions on this. But I digress. I'll talk about that in a second. He says a true gift is given with no expectation and that Corey gave Sean the gift to get the thanks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that is such a major lesson. And I I think that um, so uh, essentially sometimes like people like, I don't know, like for me, for example, like I feel like I do nice things, but I feel like a lot of the times I feel like I'm expecting the thank you and being like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. Like, thank you for getting this for me. Thank you for doing this to me. And like, it's something that I come in with an expectation mm-hmm. um, or I have before. But the thing is, is that when I didn't get that like expected reciprocated like appreciation then Mm -hmm. I felt underappreciated and then I got mad 
But because I felt like I wasn't being appreciated or I didn't get the thank you that I thought that I deserved. And I think that that's something that I have struggled with, especially in my mid-20s. There's this one particular um, thing that I went through that I thought that I was doing such a grand favor for a friend. And when they weren't as appreciative um, about it than I expected them to be, I got really upset Mm -hmm. and it actually like really tainted our friendship because um, because I expected the thank you. And this is what I paid my therapist hundreds of dollars to talk about (laughs) um, is is, you know, choosing to do something kind for the sake of doing it to be kind and not for the sake of getting the appreciation and the props. Right. So, we all want to be like valued and thanked for things, but like that's not the reason you should be doing it. You something. should be doing it. You should be doing it because you're a real friend. And that's right. what Feeney says. Like he says that, you know, this time of the year, Christmas, is a good time to reflect on like the true gifts that you've been given, like friendship. And, you know, true friendship is given with no expectation and gratitude shouldn't be necessary, at least between like true friends. And I think that, like, going back to my little story, I was not being a true friend to this person. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening, I am sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should not have done this one particular thing that I'm not being specific about. (laughs) (laughs) To anybody listening. (laughs) To anybody listening. Um, but no, I think it's a good, it's a good lesson. And if anything, don't spend your hundreds of dollars to your therapist to learn this lesson. Just watch Santa's Little Helper season one, episode 10 of Boy Meets World. Well, it is tricky though, because sometimes I don't think we always know why we're doing something, right? Like in an ideal world, you can recognize that about yourself, but like maybe you don't realize that that's what you need is like the validation or the gratitude or the thank you or whatever, like you might not yes. know it at that moment like yes like that's like a that is like a plot line I remember in like an episode of Friends where like um Phoebe and Joey or has a Phoebe Phoebe and somebody are having an argument of like you can't do a good deed that's like a pure good deed to where you're not looking for things you're not looking for gratitude like hmm. you're just doing it out of like the pureness of your heart are you talking about the episode where they went to a fancy dinner and like uh, Phoebe, Joey, and Rachel couldn't afford it. No, but that's not that one. Because I kind of touched it on there too. Because they were like, "Oh, we're just doing you a favor. We're like getting you dinner. Like, why don't you appreciate it?" And they're like, "Well, you know, if like you are doing us such a big favor by getting us this big dinner, like then we don't want it." Yeah, that yeah, that was yeah, that was the episode where like three of them are like make more money than the other three and they don't always understand that like that that they have a money issue. You know, the three of them don't make as much as the other ones do. Yeah. But yeah, it is like a tricky subject and especially it's tricky when it comes to money because no one ever wants to talk about money. And especially like if you're a little kid and your dad gets fired and like it's not anything that Sean can do about it, right? Like it's not his fault, but like he still feels feels the like pressure the societal pressure to get like all these gifts and if Corey's mm-hmm. bragging about his gifts he just wants oh yeah to be, like his friends but you know what yeah. I mean it's it's not the, it's not his fault but yeah, yeah it is tricky and like I agree like like it's really 
Boimius World really gets into some heavier topics and some like tricky subjects, but puts them at like in a child's perspective so that it's like super easy to understand even as adults right like, yeah we totally. could learn these lessons yeah yeah i i appreciate that about the show as we've talked about before mm-hmm. um so the next day at lunch Corey and sean are like they got beef they're not sitting together at the lunch table yeah. jerk face mancus comes oh. up and asks for the five dollars for the feeny's gift and Sean, of course, he just, like, he doesn't have it. And he says that, yeah. um, he, and Minkus says, well, I want to buy the gift tonight. And Sean's like, um, you know, I, I don't have it. And then Minkus is like, fine, then I just can't, I'm sorry. I just can't put your name on the fucking card. Screw mm-hmm. you, Minkus. And he calls him a deadbeat. Like, that's so a fucking deadbeat. rude. Oh, my God. So, hold on, hold on. Did you, do you have this line? Because I ha- I pulled it. Oh, no. Go ahead. If you don't give me the $5 right now, I won't put your name on the card. And the entire sixth grade of Jefferson Elementary is going to know you're a deadbeat. It's so fucking rude. Like, honestly, just put Sean's name on the card. What is it going to hurt? Yeah. I know. It doesn't hurt anybody. No. And then and then Sean says, fine, then I am, okay? And then he gets up and leaves. That no. is so depressing. It is. And Minkus is a fucking asshole about it because I'm sure he's like an only child who gets whatever he wants, like all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And like all I'm those sh- sweater vests. All <laughs> the sweater vests. The giant trombone case with mm-hmm. the stupid water gun he gets whatever he wants i'm over minkus that was so rude yeah so he, rude. he really is the worst in this episode yeah um but then like Corey realizes like what's going on at this point obviously so Corey goes over and is like minkus oh i forgot like i owe sean five dollars like here this is the five dollars that i owed him and minkus is like oh you're the deadbeat and it's like minkus <laughs> shut the fuck up no one is a deadbeat you asshole no one's a deadbeat. No one's a deadbeat. So uh, Corey gives him the five dollars that he's been saving up for a month. For a month, <laughs> and he just ma- asks to make sure that Sean's name is on the card. Right. But uh, Sean's name has to go last on the card because a it's a plot uh, a plot dynamic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's necessary for the plot. We don't want to have to read off twenty kids' plot. names. Yeah. And, and, and B because um uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> and because I don't know, Minkus has Minkus to, is an asshole. Because Minkus yeah. is first. Minkus is first. <laughs> Sean has to be last. So uh, the next day of school, it's the last day before Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows nobody does shit that day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so did you notice, like, oh, so like Minkus like gets up and like gives. Feeny, the giant dictionary for a gift, mm-hmm. and like is about to read the card. And I wanted to know if you noticed like how good Sean's acting was in this scene because poor baby Sean is yeah. so nervy looking. He's, he's like so hiding nervous. his face, like so nervous yeah, that he's Feeny's so gonna notice. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was an excellent acting, writer strong, a plus. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so Feeney says that he's touched and he says everyone's name is on the card from everyone from Stuart Minkus to Hunter. And um, 
And then the bell rings and everybody runs out as they do. Yeah. Uh, on the last day of school. And even Topanga like really booked it. She was, I mean, she's excited for the, the, the winter solstice to arrive. <laughs> what do you think goes down at the Ooh. Lawrence household on you the know, winter solstice? I feel like they make cookies, but that they make those like weird, like not sweet, organic type nasty cookies. Like they're not real cookies. Like and hemp then, cookies. Yeah. And then I feel like her family would like hand make each other gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nothing bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they probably, like, have a bonfire no matter what, yes. how cold it is. They probably do, like, a rain dance or some weird crap like that with, like, wooden instruments. I bet they make each other, like, pajamas to wear for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and they're probably itchy. Yes, they're probably yeah. cool. Very itchy. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so Sean stops Minkus in the hallway and, like, thanks him for, like, putting him on the card. And Minkus is like, oh, your deadbeat friend paid the debt that he owed you. And I'm just like, Minkus, stop calling people a deadbeat, you asshole. Yeah, um, you elitist little piece of shit. Yeah. And so then Sean is, like, shocked, obviously. And then Sean wishes Minkus a Merry Christmas. And, like, that was cute. Nice moment. Nice moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So later that day, Corey's in the backyard and, you know, I noticed that like nobody's like very bundled up for like December 24th um, in Philadelphia. Oh, good call. Good call. I feel like it would be chillier than that. I feel like it would be chilly, but uh, he's, Sean comes by and he gives Corey a net. It's not a, um, a... Imitation, imitation nylon. nylon net but it's so old that it could possibly possibly be real nylon if they're lucky <laughs> enough um so Corey's like are we like okay and sean says well what do you mean of course we're fine like what we're not gonna be friends every time you miss a pass yeah and like also where are they gonna hang up this net uh i have no clue probably not need a hoop uh no they definitely need the hoop but like why did they not have a hoop i bet this is like maybe in their front driveway that i don't think we ever see ever maybe or like maybe they live in like an area that has like a park nearby but the park like doesn't have a net on the hoop uh-huh, Although you can still throw basketballs be. in a net without a yeah hoop, i don't know what's the point of the hoop anyway or a hoop without hoop, a net, net. Yeah, what's the point of the net? I think it like slows the ball down when it goes in. Who, who cares if the ball? Well, because if it sh- if it goes back out and it just like shoots off somewhere, I don't know. Listen, I don't yeah. know. You're not asking the right person. Okay, get the fucking you sports correspondent. In varsity here. basketball. I don't. Understand. I just don't play varsity. In what world did I play varsity? You were the basketball coach, captain. <laughs> yes, of that's the exactly team. right. I was captain of the varsity. I went to college yeah. for basketball. Yeah, obviously. you were a first stringer at uh, what? I don't even know what college you went to. I went to SUNY Albany. Go Great Danes. Rough, rough, right? Well, I don't know, fucking know. I didn't go to any sports <laughs> events. Um, okay, so I don't know. I don't know what nets do. Let me know. If I mean, yeah. Knows. Please let us know if you know what the purpose of the net is. I feel like it's to slow the basketball down, and also, also, 
it makes the auditory like the wonderful experience of the swish if you get it straight through the net yeah that is a very satisfying sound you're right it is it is um so then they do like some sports things uh since jessica is like Mm. the captain of her varsity um football team football uh uh, also uh, football i did both double major what up um basketball uh so they do some sports things and like Corey steals the ball which Mm. they call charity yada yada so um they're cool i guess so they cut to the family like alan amy eric morgan they're in the living room um morgan is playing piano with amy eric and alan are wrapping gifts and they sean and Corey come in running playing the basketball Mm mm-hmm um yeah and they're cool now yeah and amy asks if he wants to stay to dinner but he's like oh no my dad's gonna put up the lights so like amy just gives him like cookies for his mom and then they like agree to like hang out again soon also like have they always had a piano in that room never saw that piano before in my life thank you i was like where the (laughs) fuck did that come from (laughs) uh do they only bring it out during christmas time is it part of the christmas decorations obviously just for the the jingle uh, bell of it all yeah i don't know about that um so and then Corey asks if sean's gonna be okay and sean says when he has friends like Corey, he can get through anything so cute so cute cute very cute Um, and we have a super fun uh, storyline B to go through. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're not done yet, folks. No, you thought we were done, but not yet. No, um, no, no, no. Basically. So, OK. Also, in this episode, I have to ask because I've been noticing it over the past couple episodes. I haven't said anything. OK, Morgan is funny. She's the comedic relief, right? Is Very it just funny. Me. Or does, like, the little girl who plays Morgan, she's, like, monotone with her lines, but she, like, always shouts them. (laughs) You'll have to listen for it. Uh, I think that, like, on day one, she got a note that she has to speak up. So now she's like, my mom said, okay, I totally, I think I peaked there. (laughs) She's like, my mom said that, hi, mama. Yeah, but I like it. I don't, I like No, I just, I I just happened to notice it. I yeah, just, like, happened to notice, and now I can't unnotice so it. She's so cute. Um, um. So, so Amy <laughs> comes home and with Morgan, and Alan's asking, like, oh, like, how how was Santa Claus? And she, like, runs upstairs screaming. And yeah. apparently Santa, like, collapsed from, like, a heart attack when Morgan was yes. sitting on his lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. So Morgan, like, barely got to say that she wanted her Susie homemaker oven where, like, Santa, like, grabbed his chest, yelled Mm. Rudolph, and fell over. And this scene was so funny because, like, Alan and Amy are, like, they're they're cracking up, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of this is, like, them breaking or... I thought, like... If I was a parent and this happened, I, like, would, I would laugh too. Oh, and here's yeah, the absolutely. Thing. I thought the my, performance was good. Yeah. My parents, like, this would be my parents in this situation. They would find this hilarious, and I guarantee they would tell this story year after year after year. Oh, yeah. But, this is, like, a story that will last the test of time. Yes. So one year, I, and it was around, I think it was around Christmas time. I'd have to ask my parents, but I think it was around Christmas time. I used to have a baby doll. 
And, like, the way – so she – her, like, body was, like, stuffing, but then, like, her extremities, yes. so, like, her hands and feet and head were, like, Hard. plastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And her name was Emily. And mm-hmm. she had, like, a face that, like, looked like she was always sleeping. Like, that was just, like, her face. Like, there weren't any okay. eyeballs, right? So it was just, like, closed okay. eyelids. One time, I think it was, like, around Christmas time, they took, um like, those white – labels that have like adhesive on the back right so like if you're doing like an address label or something yeah I I have those yeah yeah they took those they cut them out they drew like pupils and like stuff on them and like eyes on them and they stuck them over her like closed eyelids and they go Jessica look it Emily finally opened her eyes. They like, <laughs> okay. played like a nasty trick on me. And then I'm pretty sure I cried because I was oh, like no. so upset oh, that no. they did that to poor did Emily. Did the stickers come off? Yes. I was obsessed with this doll. I had outfits for her. Like I had like outfit upon outfit. Anytime we'd go to like Kmart or Walmart, my mom would let me buy like one outfit for her. And she was forever in the zero to three month. Uh, clothing range. <laughs> Wait, you bought actual real human clothing for this yes. doll? Because it was All like right. the size of like an infant. Like, so it fit into like actual clothes. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, Emily, where's Emily today? She's at my parents' house. And I remember the no, last time I... No, you still have Emily? Oh, I don't know where she is. Oh, wait, no. Is she... She might be at my parents' house or she might be in my basement somewhere. I don't really know. Why the do you still have Emily? Why did I, I not get like thrown out at one point? That's the thing. I am not a sentimental person, but I feel like for some reason I just couldn't. And I remember last time I looked at her, the spot where her neck connected to her body had like a tear in it. So she's almost like like nearly headless neck at this point. Jessica, <laughs> this is fucking disgusting. Get rid of that thing. I don't even know where it is. Why are at you hoarding it? I don't know where no, it is. No, it's, it's absolutely 100% like under your bed. And my actual, like, no, like my actual yeah. bed? No. Yeah. No, you have it. You I don't have know. It, it might be, it's either at my parents' house or it's here, but it was like, it was such or a nasty there. trick. Or it, first it was like, first it was like, I don't know where it is. Then it was at my parents'. Then it was like, now it could be at your house. You it could be at my it. basement or it could be at my parents' house. But yes. either way, <sighs> they were so mean to Emily. I used to take pictures of her and print them. I don't know why. Like so, Eric comes downstairs <laughs> after um, Morgan runs upstairs, and Eric says that she locked Morgan in the bathroom and is singing on the first day of Christmas. I murdered Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, so Morgan's like really beside herself. And this is funny because they try to like bribe her to come out of the bathroom, um, yeah. but like. Like, what would your, what would you have, like, at that age, right? She's five, six years old. Like, yeah. what would your parents have used to bribe you to get out of the room? Um, I know what our parents would have bribed both of us with. Are you ready? Yes. French fries. Yes. Yeah. Now, see, I don't know. I wasn't as much into food when I was, like, really little, unless it was, like, Little Debbie's. Like, girl, give me a Swiss cake roll. Oh, Give yeah, me a yeah, Cosmic yeah. Brownie. A zebra cake. round. Yeah. I'm there for you. Okay. It would have been candy. Um, yeah. Candy. Can- candy. Listen, I can't help it. I forget what it's called. We looked it up. Why I have such a weird accent. What was it called? Uh, Do you remember? No, no, no. Northeastern something or other. The point yeah. being that upstate New Yorkers tend to sound like Midwesterners is the point. Yeah. 
So Can't you would have wanted some candy. 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 Some snow caps would have done it. Snow caps. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now they try to incentivize Morgan to come out. Like, do you want to play with mom's makeup? Do you want Eric's new flannel shirt? Yeah. Um, Eric comes up with a brilliant idea that, like, Santa called Eric and said that he was fine. And Morgan uh, <laughs> is like, what did he say? And he said, ho, oh, ho, oh, oh, oh. That was so funny. That was good. And Amy was really cute. Like, she was like, stop it. She starts, like, hitting Eric. Yeah. I loved that scene, I, too. I did like the realness of this. Like, the parents are not yeah. concerned. They're, like, laughing about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, I definitely think that William Russ and... Uh, Mrs. Matthews. Uh, Betsy Randall. uh, I think that Betsy Randall and William Russ had a really good time with this episode. Yeah. Um, I can tell. They have very good chemistry together. And they they were just like having a good old time. Yeah. Um, so eventually they get Morgan out of the bathroom with bribery and like Morgan has like a full get up when she comes down the stairs. She has like Eric's flannel shirt. She has sunglasses. She has more Jewelry. gold necklaces that she should not be having oh in her possession. God. She's wearing a tie. Did you see? She's wearing like yeah. one or two ties. Morgan's um, outfits are like, I know we do like a fashion hour, but like literally every week I'm like, the fuck is Morgan wearing? <laughs> Like, it looks like she dressed herself in no, the dark. No, but she does. Every well, she, episode. She does dress herself. We know that she does. I know. It's just because their she, choices she told, made. She told the fancy lady that she dresses herself. <laughs> so the British biatch. Yeah. So Morgan seems like she's feeling better. She asks if the mean elf... Um, where like if where he went and they said they went back to the North Pole. So this elf uh, was previously mentioned by Amy as being uh, basically like a, a hitman is what he seemed. Yeah, and he called Morgan a demon child or something. A demon, so mean. I mean, I call and, Winston a demon child sometimes when he's acting. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Winston's a perfect baby angel, but most of the time. Most of the time. So, as of course, in true Boy Meets World fashion, they say that you'll never see the mean elf again, and he mm. knocks on the door. This is preposterous, by the way. Prepos- like Preposterous. This yeah. elf, who works yeah. at the mall, probably, yeah. is responsible no, yeah. for turning, like, ten bucks in cash back to some yeah. random lady. Apparently, how the fuck does he Had know where she lives? the address. Yeah. So I know. creepy. Or their last, their names. Yeah. Yeah. And he has, like, the most, like heavy new york accent yeah. ever yeah yeah and he definitely is like part of some m- mafia of sorts i don't know he yeah. definitely does seem like a hitman he's like yeah like well i'm here to bring uh your bike yo bro that was bring the, your 10 bucks bro that was the best new york city accent yo. uh i <laughs> mean i'm adding yos yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I literally commuted to New York for 10 years, but I can't muster an accent. Um, so, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. So he's there to like refund the 10 bucks because they didn't get the pictures. Morgan yeah. screams, having a really bad day and goes yeah. upstairs Alan confronts the mean elf for calling his little girl a demon child and he's like, oh, well, bada bing, bada boom. Like, that's ridiculous. 
one second Santa's like jolly, the next second like the girl sits on the lap and bada bing, bada boom, heart attack, yo, yo, dog. Um, and then Alan just like throws the door at uh, his face. And goes, well, this Mary's- is a very sitcom thing to yeah. like slam doors in people's faces. Yeah. Merry stinking Christmas, yo. Bada you bing, filthy bada animal. You're filthy. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> um, uh, and then, so, yeah, so that that all happens. And then <laughs> at the very end of the episode, like, they're like, oh, who is that at the back door? Could it be Santa? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah. then they go, I yeah. have I have nits to pick because mm. fucking Feeny put the, like, <laughs> beard mustache part up. Literally, his entire fucking mm-hmm. face is exposed. Just put the beard mustache combo <laughs> Yeah. Above your chin, and you'll yeah. look more like Santa. Well, maybe he felt that his own mustache was enough. No, this is bullshit. Because also, not only that, but like William Daniels' voice is like so specific. Like, right. at least put on some type of like different yeah. voice, he, like a deeper voice or something. Yo, I'm Santa Claus. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It wasn't nothing. My downstate. <laughs> yeah. It was just a figgy pudding, yo. It was a, just Mrs. Claus. You know, she gave me the figgy pudding. It was a bag of figgy pudding. And you know, it gave me the, the bad heart attack. But I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I, was just, I was just resting at the North Pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. I can't wait to hear from all the people who live oh downstate. Stop. Don't say downstate. It's a thing. It's not a thing. It it's is not a thing. a thing. I'm Listen, so over downstate. Upstaters unite. Thing. Upstaters unite. Upstate's a thing. No one says downstate. You can't have an upstate without a downstate. Bada bing. There's no downstate, yo. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Santa's all right. <laughs> Oh, God. They're like, okay, everybody around to take a photo. And then, of course, Morgan's like, Mommy, why does Santa look like Mr. Feeny? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Truly a good good observation. You can join our babysitter's Sherlock Holmes Hardy Boys Club, Morgan. We need a name for it, people. Come at us with some names (laughs) for our babysitter shash detective. um, What is Uh, it? Office? Firm? Hmm. Uh, incorporation. Business? Yeah. Business? Corporation. Corpse. We need yeah. a name. Corpse. C-O-R-P. <laughs> yes, that type of corpse. Yeah. Um, so, end of episode, Morgan is playing the piano and she's singing Jingle Bells. So, mm. um, this is, like, so confusing to me because she sings, uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg, Batmobile mm-hmm. Lost Its Wheel, and the commissioner broke his leg. Is that no. what you remember? No, 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 Morgan. It is the Joker took ballet. I don't For... remember that either. And Wait, what another... is it? What is Eno- Jingle Bell, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg, Batmobile lost his wheel, and Joker took ballet. Hey, I don't remember that either. And well, what else was it? Well, I mean, another version is like Joker got away, but I don't. I feel like there was another one. I've heard that too. One. I've heard that too. It's so confusing. So I did like a little deep dive 
And apparently... Detective firm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't figure out what the line that I remembered was. But yeah. apparently this Batman Smells song is as old as the 1960s. Um, what? Okay. Yeah. And apparently, like, it it was in, like, the old Adam West for Ward Batman TV series. But hmm. it also, like, hypoth- hypothetically, like... Back in 66, someone heard it um, on the playgrounds of California. That's how old it is. But then it got popularized by 1989 because it was sung famously within the first two minutes of season one, episode one of The Simpsons. Bert sang it. That makes sense. Bert? Bart. Is that Bart? Bart. Bart. (laughs) What in the world? Bart. Bart Bart Simpson, you know, Bert. (laughs) <laughs> the very first episode of The Simpsons. And that's how it got popularized. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, no, I never heard anything about the commissioner. Mine was always Batman either got, or no, Joker got away or Joker took ballet. I've heard both. I don't know. This seems just so sus as the kids are saying these Ooh. days. As the Ooh. as the children's are saying. As the children. We stand Batman for clear skin. so um amy's like who taught you that and morgan says it's Corey, and then Mm. amy sings like the real version and morgan says in her scream voice her scream talk voice boring yeah that's how she always talks you're gonna not be able to like not hear it now ah yeah so uh and that's our episode folks merry christmas and it's now time. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, now it's time for the fashion hour. Mm-hmm. We are here for, mm-hmm. I have the, it's my week, and I have the mm-hmm. nominees for the Rachel Green Award. Um, yes. This, like, it was bountiful. There were so many outfits, in my opinion. Um, But we're going to start with the first scene of the episode. Topanga Girl, I love you. I stand you, queen. However, however, I cannot defend the plaid ensemble. It is like, not only is it a plaid, it's a plaid dress, but it's like different types of plaid. So like the front around like the bust is like red and white and blue plaid. And then like yeah. the sleeves are like a blue and white plaid. And it's like a, like kind of like, I don't know. I hate it. I hate it so much. But she does have the choker, which gives it the redeeming quality, I guess. Uh but no, because the choker's ugly too. I know. I was trying to be nice. If she took off that ugly like blue flower on the front of the choker and it was just like a plain black like fabric thick choker, I think it would be okay. Yeah. Um, it's pretty uggo. It is. I'm sorry, Topanga, but it's, that was a choice, girl. Not your best choice. look. I mean, no. do you prefer the doily dress over this? I, I think I prefer the doily, honestly. All right. All so. right. All right. That's a big um, day. Second up... Um, mm-hmm. Eric, man, usually you're on my Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness, but this week he, in the scene where he comes down from the steps <laughs> talking about uh-huh. Morgan being in the bathroom, he is wearing oh, so he, underneath. Yeah, it's a choice. He's wearing, he's wearing a, a, like a emerald green long sleeve shirt, but over top of this emerald green shirt, girl, he has on 
a sweater vest that is striped with red, green, and blue stripes, and they are vertical stripes, and it is hideous. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, it's pretty ugly. Um, a mid-wash jean, which is fine, but yeah, that sweater vest is a choice. Mm, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And finally, this one, like, you kind of had to, like, sneak find it. But when I saw this, I had to bring it up. In this episode, when Corey and Sean, or excuse me, Corey and Sean are fighting. So Corey's at the one lunch table and Sean is at the other. This boy walks by in the background and I could not unnotice this. He so he has like a bowl cut haircut kind of dark black hair. This kid's shirt is like a long sleeve, maybe a sweatshirt, maybe a sweater, but his sleeves are bunched up by the elbow. It is a straight up fucking clown outfit. It is like red, okay. blue and uh-huh. yellow vertical stripes. Yeah. Like, literally mm-hmm. looks like a clown shirt. What the fuck are you wearing, okay. bro? So, um if you go to 15 minutes and two seconds, you can uh, see this kid in the background um, pretty, pretty decently. He's uh, How did you not notice machines. it? Machines. Um, it's pretty, dist- pretty distracting. Um, it's hideous. What is that? Yeah. Is that even popular in the 90s? I mean, I put it in the 90s section, but good God. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, those pair that like when you're a kid and you're doing that parachute <gasps> game. Literally looks like, like someone made a shirt out of that. Yeah, it looks like somebody made sure out of that. Um, when did the Rachel Green Award become most hideous outfit? I'm but sorry, the- but like, I I guess that was popular in the 90s. Like the the yeah. Topanga For- one, I definitely could yeah. see. Yeah, 14 minutes and 46 seconds is um even uh, even better uh, yeah. timestamp for it's- to see it. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I guess stripes must have been the thing in the 90s. Between all very the plaid, stripes. it's yeah. like, what is up with the stripes? Um, yeah, very stripey. So for the oh sorry you still have to award who, yeah who, who hello are you award to? sorry I'm skipping I'm skipping sorry um uh, uh what's the most nineties outfit I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it to um maybe Eric with okay. that sweater vest but that parachute shirt is pretty bad but I don't know who that kid is so I don't give I don't give our prestigious I don't give our prestigious awards to nobodies but like. Like, if they wanted him to blend into the background and be an extra, don't give him such a loud fucking shirt, dude. Like, give him something bland. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, he really took over the entire show, truthfully. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for the Paul, so congratulations to Eric. You, I feel like this is, like, the first 90s award you've won. I'll have to go back and, like, yeah. start a spreadsheet, Yeah, typically honestly. he's, oh, yeah. He's Paul Rudd's yes, certificate please. of timelessness material, usually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to- Totally. Um, okay, so for Paul Rudd's Certificate of Timelessness, I have three outfits chosen. I do have a full three this episode. I'm pretty proud of myself. Wow, you finally did the work that you were supposed to do. I did. A plus for me. No <laughs> detention. Um, no detention for you. <laughs> first up is Amy's outfit in the final scene. It is a red, um, what do they call that? Like, it's, it's not ribbed. What is it called when it has, like, the ribbing? Is that it? Um, it's a red sweater that's like a button down cardigan in the front and she has like a white shirt underneath it. Is it yeah. ribbed? What do they call um, that? Um, I'm looking at it, but, oh, I think it's, 
there could be some ribbing. Um, it kind of just looks like a, like, commercially, um, like, knitted sweater that has, yeah. like, some stitching, like, some more fancy stitching. It reminds me of, like, a Kohl's sweater. Like, I feel like I could find this at Kohl's. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the type of sweater that you can get uh, on Christmas from your aunt who's yes. trying to do her best. Well, also, I feel like this is a very, like, mom winter outfit. Like, mom's Christmas outfit is this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. we have that. And then, secondly, I couldn't not. Because what is more timeless than mm-hmm. old St. Nick? Gotta <laughs> hand it out to Feeny. Yeah, Santa Feeny. outfit. Yeah. Minus points for not having the beard up properly. But it's yeah. still very timeless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is very timeless. This is an outfit that uh, you can't get wrong, really. I mean, it it's uh, he has some padding. He has the belt. Um, he has the hat like he he does have a beard under the chin, but he has his own white mustache. So I don't know how many no. points we can give off. The beard is like a mask. People put it up over your mouth. <laughs> And I mean, I guess yeah. the beard you wouldn't put over your nose, but masks over your nose, people. Beard just over your mouth. Um, and then this last one, I, I'm prepared to quibble with you because I feel like you're going to disagree with it being timeless. But that's OK. Oh. That's OK. All right. Yeah, I want to fight. Personally, <laughs> personally, I had to put it here. So in the in the scene where Corey is in the lunchroom after him and Sean have the fight and he's like talking to Minkus about giving Minkus the five dollars. Um, he is wearing a like a light red sweatshirt underneath, of course, underneath. It's all about layers in the 90s. A white, like a beige cream T-shirt that has dinosaurs all over it. And you know what is timeless? Fucking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs right. are timeless. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica, this is a prestigious award. We take this extremely seriously. This is like a shit post. Like, what the Fuck, Jessica. No. Don't listen. Have you seen Jurassic Park, though? I am so over <laughs> you in Jurassic Park. But like, okay, if okay, so you're telling me if an 11 year old boy in this day and age, this is the TikTok generation, you're telling me if this boy showed up to school with a dinosaur shirt that he won't get bullied? These yes, kids. Yes. Listen, I don't know what 11-year-old boys wear these days, but it's not this shirt. Jurassic World wasn't even out that long ago, dude. Like, they're making a new okay, one. so then, no, it wouldn't be a dinosaur. It would be the, a black shirt with a Jurassic Park logo. Listen, dinosaurs are cool. Everybody needs to add us shit90spod on Twitter and tell me how cool dinosaurs are. I'm not saying that dinosaurs aren't cool. Like, that's not what I'm arguing about. I'm saying that this shirt is lame as fuck. And no 11-year-old boy in this day and age would wear this shirt. See, I knew this would cause a fight. Uh, you're just like you're just like not taking our our prestigious awards or, like seriously. That's what it is. Like that's what it is. So like, I assume you're not gonna give him the timeless. <laughs> I might just spite you. Well, that, uh, would be, that would be exactly what I wanted. Uh, no, go away. Um, I will give it to Ho Ho, my favorite Ho Feeny. There we go. Fucking. There we go. What 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 do you call? What did I call him earlier? The um, he, uh, gossip queen. Spot, 
Yeah, Gossip Queen Fiend. That's right. Gossip Queen Fiend. Like, he I gets like the ho, 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 Santa, Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness. I love yeah, it. Yeah, go away, Jessica. Listen, you're going to get all these people tweeting at you saying, It's dinosaurs. not about dinosaurs, Jess. You're missing the point. <laughs> It's not, I'm not I would wear that shirt now. Lame. No, I would, would wear not. that shirt now. Yes, I no, would. You would not. I love no, dinosaurs. Would I would. It's not about the dinosaurs. Jeez. <laughs> I know dinosaurs are cool. Do I like <sighs> them? Not really. Would I rather sh- like a whole movie about Shih Tzus? Of course. But like I know dinosaurs are cool. <laughs> People love dinosaurs. It's not the problem. It's that shirt that's the problem. I liked it. Jessica. Come on. Come on. Like, please. <laughs> I, You're just, just wait and see. All the people are going to come out of the woodworks. Matt, what was his name? Matt, Matt Stewart. Stewart. You, don't even know, you don't even know our number one no. fan's name. Matt Stewart. I got it right. I was making sure it was Matt and not a different M name. Matt yeah. Stewart is going to tweet at us and be like, I have that shirt. He won't because he's a respectable human being. Will has a Jurassic Park shirt, which I understand is different. Okay, it's not about the Jurassic Park. It's about, like, if you're going to wear a black shirt with, like, a Jurassic Park logo, like, go off. That's literally but, the shirt he has. But I bought yeah. it for him, to be fair. So. Uh, yeah, no one's wearing, like, dino- Like this has, like, a giant, like, watercolor T-Rex on it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> All right, guys. <sighs> If you would like to contact us in any way possible to tell us that we're geniuses or idiots, please. We're detective babysitters. Or want to join us for detective babysitters. Or if you want to tell us that our New York accent is bada bing bada boom sucky, you could tweet at us. You can Instagram us at shit90spod. You can Gmail us at shit90spod at gmail.com. You can contact us in any way possible. Just let us know. We have some amazing content coming for the holiday season. Not just Christmas, not just Hanukkah, but Thanksgiving too. So you Mm -hmm. must, must, must tune in. Yes, please subscribe. Um, Tell your friends, tell your family if you see them socially distanced for the holidays. Just just let them know. Everyone loves a good 90s show. And yeah. um, we have a lot of fun content coming up. So yeah. um, read us five stars. We're on iTunes. We're on all your favorite podcast apps. We're not. We're on iTunes. But <laughs> we're on <laughs> iTunes. We're on Spotify. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. You find the podcast. You listen. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, um, thank you guys for joining us for season one, episode 10 of Boy Meets World. We will be hitting you up next Thursday with another episode, uh, season one, episode 11 of Boy Meets World. Again, if you didn't get those handles or at shit 90s pod everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.